0: where every week we police the mean streets of the internet because hey somebody's got to do it and then we let you be the judge the jury and the executioner in the court of public opinion coming to you live from neo chicago i am officer kevin
1: hey i'm officer grant
0: what's going on man doesn't matter Not really. Hey, let's give a quick thank you to our guest from last time. Uh, The one and only, our dear friend, our producer of the show, Zwick. Thank you, Zwick. And we got a brand new guest. Hold your fucking seats, everybody. We got a brand new guest To the Thought Cops show. That's right. We got the one and only Grant Dufferin. How are you, Grant?
2: Hey, guys. I'm doing great. It's an honor to be here.
0: Absolutely, Grant. You are the man behind the one and only Shrek Fest. That's right. Now, some of our uh, longtime listeners may recall a little video that uh, both myself and Officer Grant... Went to go film. up at your uh, fine festival honoring the film franchise belonging to Shrek and all of his great friends. Shrek That Fest. was like
1: two years ago,
0: right? God, yes. I was, I was just talking to uh, Nico last night. I'm like, when the hell was that? Was that really that long ago? I think it, it was uh, almost two years ago. Almost two years ago. Well, if I'm not mistaken, did you... You guys only went once? Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: we did. Did you go 2018 when we got rained out?
0: Yeah, that was
1: it. Yeah.
2: Oh, I'm so sorry that that was your (laughs) one experience. That was mass hysteria. That was the most. See, but that's that that always works in my favor. Like when every literally everything went wrong, but it was still fun. It's just it's just a bunch of people getting together in a park acting weird. So you you can't really disrupt that.
0: Yeah, we drove four hours in an absolute torrential downpour to go film a video at Shrek fest. And I mean, I got to say you didn't disappoint. It delivered on just about everything I expected
1: pretty much. Yeah.
0: Oh,
2: that's, uh, that is dedication. You drove four hours in the, you know, I I watched your video and I loved it because you were translating. You had subtitles (laughs) and you were, you were interviewing somebody And they mentioned me by name, but I don't think you knew what he was saying because he said it's all about I forgot what he said. He said something, something Grant Dufferin, but Um, you subtitled it as Grand Difference.
0: I think it might have been the YouTube auto (sighs) subtitles. Oh, it could have been. Yeah. Is that what it was? I I changed my name.
2: I changed my name on Discord to Grand Difference because I love that (laughs) so much. Oh, that's hilarious.
0: It was a good time, man. Uh, we we went out there. You guys, you had an onion eating competition. You had a lot of great Shrek cosplay, and I will say, even though it got rained out, that did sort of add to the ambiance. You know, very swamp like.
2: Yeah, that park is really that that year especially. But I like uh, I've done a few different parks since we started doing Shrek Fest, and I love Warner Park. Uh, that's where. We did it in 2018, mm. and I've done it there last year, too, because it, 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 that park is naturally swampy. The It's by these lakes, and the lakes are always really green. I'd, I'm not an expert in flora or fauna or whatever. You sound like one. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, I'm going to take that as the, the most grand compliment you can give somebody. The green shit. The green shit in the lake. I love it. And uh, I'm honored that you guys came and checked it out for yourself. I'm assuming you saw something online and you were like, well, what is this? We got to check this out.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty much
2: everyone who uh, comes, they see something online, it kind of piques their interest.
1: Yeah, because we uh, like maybe the year before or a couple months before we did an event that was like Naruto run around the Trump Tower and we took a video of it and uh, we were like, oh, we got to do this and we got to make another video. So
0: it was like pretty much exactly within our wheelhouse. So we're like, yeah, we got to be out there and check that out.
2: Yeah, and you guys aren't too far. You're in Chicago.
0: Yeah, uh, I live in
2: Milwaukee, so that's a lot closer. But Madison is kind of uh, more out there, but yeah. it's still yeah. Midwest.
0: A little further of a track, but you know, uh, I God, I hope that the uh, pandemic gets lifted so we can come out there and film another video this year. But you know. Well, that's what I kind of want to get to. Um, so you are the man behind uh, Shrek Retold. If you want to talk a little bit about that.
2: Yes. Let me talk. Let me. And If you guys are listening and you're thinking, what the fuck is Shrek Fest? All you know is that it's something that happens in Wisconsin and it's got Shrek in the title Sh- and it got rained out. Uh, Shrek fest is a if you don't mind i'll give a brief history of the festival please definitely yeah i've told the story so many times so i got pretty good at telling it but it started as a fake facebook event uh, shrek fest is an event on facebook one of my buddies found it sent it to me and i was so fucking pumped we were all pumped we had, we made plans on going there and uh, you know checking it out it, Sure. And I'll never forget that feeling of discovering this event and getting excited to go to it. And then I found out it was fake, um, which I, I should have known it was fake because of the the description for the event. But I guess that's what you would call suspense of disbelief. Sure. So when, we, when I found out it was fake, I was really upset. Um, and it sounds silly saying this, but we were really upset. I was actually hanging out with my friends and we found out it was fake together. And it was like a heartbreaking kind of experience. But then it was like, why don't we do it? Why don't we throw a party and call it Trek Fest? So I called the parks department. Why not? Why not take a crazy chance? (laughs) So I called the parks department and I'm like, I want to throw a festival and I want to do it at this park and blah, blah, blah. And they're kind of like, well that park you picked out is like a children's playground with like a slide and swings. And I guess that was part of the joke on the Facebook event because that was the park they had listed. <laughs> but the parks department, they they were totally aware that I was a random man calling them, telling them I wanted to throw a festival. And they're like, okay, this is what you got to do. And they walked me through it and just fill out this paperwork. What do you want to do? Okay, you got to sign up for these permits. And they just completely walked me through the the process. And we did it. We threw the first film, uh, sorry, the first Shrek Fest in 2014 in like two weeks. We kind of put it together and there was like maybe there's maybe like 30 people that showed up, Um, but it was so fucking fun because everyone who showed up was, you could see the apprehension on their face (laughs) and surprise that it was real. Yeah. It, It was like, is this happening? Shrek, like we came out here just... With like a 1% chance in our minds that this was real. And so that kind of excitement when we all got together, we're like, okay, this is it. This is ShrekFest. And it was like we were making it up as we went along. And it was just so exciting. And we've done it every year since. So that's ShrekFest.
1: That's hilarious.
2: Yeah. it. It's just, I just remember, I try to remember that excitement when I first found I was real. <clears throat> and we first did it and it was a magical experience. Now, Shrek retold. Shrek retold is a crowdsourced remake of Shrek. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you guys are familiar with uh, the other ones. That there's a ton of these kind of things, like the RoboCop remake. Yeah, yeah fucking yeah.
0: Fatal Farm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, that was my favorite part from that remake: the shooting the dicks. Oh my <laughs> god, fucking phenomenal. Um. So yeah, we did. We decided to do it with Shrek.
0: It's great. I, I watched the entire thing. It's incredible. You guys got some like pretty big names in there, too. And I was actually I was watching the credits and there was like a handful of people who have been on Thought Cops who were in that, too. And I'm like, OK, well, that's interesting. Nice little crossover. Who, who, if I may ask, who were some of those crossover people? Uh, the one that I remember the most was uh, Anthony Peluso, uh, Hack the Movies. Yep.
2: Yep. Tony. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, he's been on here. Uh, God, who else? Um, I'm trying to remember. I, I there was definitely a couple other ones off the top of my head. I can't recall. But um,
2: I don't doubt it. We, I think we put together a pretty good catalog of like internet personalities
0: for that. Yeah, you had a, like Casey Green did a piece for it. Uh, there was a track by Doug Pound. You had David Lieba Hart. You had Christian. Yeah, incredible star-studded cast. And in
1: the chat said uh, sick animation did a part.
0: Yeah, sick animation. Yeah. Um, and this gets me to this the uh, special announcement portion of the event, which uh, you had emailed us recently, and I know I asked you if you were okay mentioning this in the show, and you said yes. So you guys are planning Shrek Two retold.
2: Yes. Okay. So that's a special announcement. Got it. Yeah.
0: Yes. I, I, there's
2: something else that is is is. is could be a sec- uh, special announcement in my mind too th- oh, that I'll touch okay. on
0: well I'll, I'll go through mine and I'm going to let you surprise me so okay. uh, yeah you said uh, you're doing Shrek 2 retold and uh, in my opinion I think that Shrek 2 is one of the greatest movie sequels of all time
2: yeah I mean I completely agree with you I have so many thoughts on that but what what is what is the number one factor that
0: comes to mind why do you say that I feel like it it built upon the first movie. Like it 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 was like it's one of those rare sequels that is probably just as good as the first one. I don't know if I'd say it's better, but it's probably just as good as the first one and very enjoyable in different ways. Uh, I would say like you know it's right up there with you know The Dark Knight, Spider Man Two. Um, God, what are some other incredible uh, well, the, Empire the, Strikes the, Back?
2: Yeah. Terminator 2, yes. Aliens. Well, Aliens is always brought up when people talk about great sequels, but I don't think, personally, I don't think Aliens holds a candle to uh, to Alien.
0: I think they are similar to Shrek 1 and 2, good in different ways, but equally as good.
2: Yeah, yeah you, you could say that, they're equally good. Uh, my thoughts on Shrek and Shrek 2 is, is if you were to say what's a better movie, I'd, I think I'd have to go with Shrek because I think it's a more concise story. Mm-hmm. There's it, it just it's more it's small. It's got a smaller cast, and I like things that are small and kind of deal with small moments. Um, and it, it just you know kind of focuses on Shrek and Donkey, which I think is a dynamic that works so well. Um, but Shrek Two is definitely a funnier movie. I think it's more it's more dynamic. It is filled with more jokes, and it has more characters, which isn't necessarily a good thing on its own. But the fact that each character is fleshed out and watching all this chemistry, I think it just really works. So, yeah, I think it's a terrific sequel, and I think 3 and 4 are really fucking awful.
0: Yeah, I did not. I never saw Shrek 4, but Shrek 3 turned me off so much. I remember seeing it when I was in high school in theaters.
1: Completely flaccid.
0: Completely flaccid, soft as soft can be, and just there was that scene with the babies throwing up, and I'm just like, I was about ready to walk out.
2: Yeah, th- th- that 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 that's so disappointing. And I was having a conversation with someone about this yesterday, and he asked me how I would fix three, and I don't know. I feel like all I can do is point out what's wrong with three and four. But I, I have no solutions on how to fix them.
0: Erase it from history. There um, we go. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Family <laughs> snap it.
0: You got, you got Shrek 2 retold coming, and then you reached out to both uh, Officer Grant and myself, and you said, hey, you guys want to be in it? And we were yes, both I, like, a thousand percent Absolutely, yes. yeah.
2: I've, I'm so happy. That seems to be the response I ask people, and it's it's either excitement or it's just confusion and disgust. So I'm glad you were on the the positive side of that Absolutely man, Shrek
0: Retold is a great piece of uh, media history And to be part of Shrek 2, Retold will be an incredible journey So we're uh, we're looking forward to that I'm
2: looking forward to it too Um, You know, I tried to do Shrek Retold in 2000, I think 2014 Um, Before we did Shrek Fest or anything And I I didn't get anybody, I didn't get any responses. Um, And then when I, which was probably for the best because I didn't have anything prepared. I wasn't really familiar with how to run this sort of project. And then after doing ShrekFest for three years, I tried again in 2017. I started reaching out to people and I I started to actually get some people to respond to my emails and jump on board. I think because I was able to show them ShrekFest and, it, that was still in its infancy, infancy, but I it, it was, I guess, some, like something to put on a resume to say, yeah. look, it, I'm capable of running something. Um, and I, I started to get responses from people. Yeah. And I was able to do it. And now with Trek 2 retold, I feel like I'm having such a better success rate with getting people on board because now I actually have the first one, which is a product where I'm yeah. not saying imagine what this would be
0: like. I'm saying this is what it is. Do you want to help us do it again? Exactly. So I mean, I'm looking forward to being a part of it. I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to seeing who else is going to be in it too. Did I not send you the collaborator
2: spreadsheet? Not yet. Oh, there's there's a lot of cool people and I'd love for you to take a look at it cuz everyone always there's a bunch of like deep internet gems involved and then more mainstream internet gems and then even some people just in mainstream media like outside of the internet that uh,
0: we were able to get involved that I'm really stoked about any um, uh, names you want to drop yet or you just kind of want to wait to see how Donald it Trump out? <laughs> D- could you imagine
2: if we got Donald Trump who would Donald Trump voice I think I'd have him do King Harold uh, but I that, and, yeah that's good any names um uh, uh, yeah, I mean Bill Wertz. If that name strikes
1: Whoa. a bell, um, Bill Wertz. If no one has seen any of Bill Wertz's videos, are just like every single one of them's a masterpiece. And he made uh, the uh, the history of Japan video, oh, which is like right, one yeah. of my favorite. Yeah, I think I think I made Kevin watch that yeah. like five times. Uh, one of my favorite videos online. That history of Japan is a masterpiece. I've never seen
2: something so informative yet it, <laughs> it breaks down such a complex lineage of history in such an entertaining way. Yeah. That I, I th- yeah, I think Bill is a genius for kind of cracking that code. Definitely. Um, yeah. And, and to, to a bunch of other, we got like celebrities to do some short lines like, uh, Justin Long and Gilbert Gottfried. So, oh, awesome. makes, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, we got lucky. And then, of course, you're going to see all your favorite people returning from the first one, like Christine Chandler and stuff. Oh, hell yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited, too. It's it's going to be weird. And the pieces, it's going to be like, I don't like to do the same thing twice. And that's why after I did Shrek Retold, I swore off Shrek 2 Retold. And my friend was, and then I kind of came around and my friend was like, yeah, it's like it's like when people give birth They say, oh, I'm not doing that again. But then a couple years pass and you're like, I'm ready for another kid.
0: Time for a little brother.
2: Yeah, it really is. um, Projects are like stressful because nothing's everything's uncertain. Nothing's for sure. I feel like anything could crumble apart at any moment. And it it takes your full attention every day. And it's kind of miserable, if I'm being honest. And I'm noticing a lot more white hairs than I've ever had on my head. It's like Thought Cops.
0: <laughs> yeah. Speaking of new projects, <laughs> uh, we've actually got a brand new project of our own that just launched on YouTube this week, Re-Educationing, a brand new Thought Cops video series. Ooh, what is it? Um, well, the
1: first one, uh, well, if I, if I sort of give a breakdown, it's a, it's a very simple just sort of lecture series about... Just a number of different topics on the internet. Uh, The first one, for example, is just about Prager University. And so, uh, you know, there's a lot to be said and there's a lot to pick apart about the entirety of that prestigious higher education institution. So uh, if you haven't already checked it out, uh, make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. I think that's as of right now, it's the most recent video that's up there or just search the word re-educationing I don't think anybody else has titled anything that um and yeah it's just sort of um I've written I I've recorded and put out one uh I've written and recorded two more that are being edited Kevin's working on one it's just sort of like a you know uh almost sort of in the same sense of the Bill Wirtz video about the history of Japan with the exception that it's not at all educational it's very much so the opposite of educational it's just me explaining things in a very dumb way so what what how would you describe PragerU? you i'm vaguely
2: familiar with it I, get, I used to get ads for it on youtube <laughs>
1: yeah i think everyone everyone was getting those ads so it's just it's it's really just uh it's sort of making a mockery of it but i want to say it's a little bit more than that, because just to do, you know, if I was doing a pure satire of just only that, it would be maybe a little too daily show-ish. And I always try and make things a little bit more heightened. I think I think really the narrative that I'm trying to build around the video is just the people that take certain things like that so seriously on on both ends of the spectrum.
2: But I hear what you're saying. You're you're breaking it down. You're breaking down what is this thing in kind of layman's terms.
1: It it's it's one of those things. It's not necessarily for for the layman. It it's more along the lines of the the many layers of irony that we sort of wrap everything around nowadays. You know, like it's. Uh, there there's many different layers M- much like much like an onion much like an ogre there's many different layers to sort of the points that I'm making and I don't think that there's any one necessarily criticism that I'm leveraging against it or maybe society as a whole or maybe it's even myself but It's sort of a big conglomeration of all of that shit, just neatly packaged into a three-minute-long video.
0: Yeah, I would say don't overthink it. Just go to Thought Cops on YouTube, check out the video. It's like two minutes. Give it a watch, and uh, subscribe to us. We've we've pitched the YouTube channel enough on this episode, so I expect if you haven't subscribed at this point, if you're listening, you better do it right now. Subscribe. I think Grant also had a... Did you have another... um,
1: Another piece of news you wanted to break also? Who, me? Or did we cover
0: that already? Who, me? Yes. Wait. Oh, yeah. Yes, didn't not not me. Yeah. Didn't you say you had another piece of uh, special announcement, uh, Grant? Duffer? Yes, I, I do have a... Uh, it's, it's kind of a development that I haven't announced
2: anywhere, but I've been talking about it with the people that plan ShrekFest, and I think what we're going to do this year, instead of having a physical fest, because you know COVID-19... Right. Has taken the world by storm. It's all the rage. And um, <laughs> I think it would just be in our best interest to do an online fest. Okay. And I think that opens a lot of doors where now the whole, all the festivities are going to be live streams. So no matter where you are in the world, you can tune in and check out the madness. And I think we can still do um, the costume contest, the onion eating contest. Um, I just take video submissions and package it up into nicely edited videos and just have a full day of streaming all these things.
0: Absolutely. That sounds cool. I'll be eating an onion in my bedroom and I'll be enjoying the festivities just like I would if I had to drive four hours in this pouring rain to get there.
2: There you do it from the comfort of your own computer. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's great, man. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it should be fun. And we're, we're hoping to premiere Shrek 2 Retold then, too. But I don't know if I should announce that because that sets a deadline for us. Yeah, and It's a
0: deadline right. that I'm not sure about. Hey, you can't, you can't rush perfection, though, you know? You can't rush perfection. That's right. Uh, speaking of perfection, we have a brand new contest to Thought Cops. If you're listening and you got a little bit of musical talent, you want to cover the Thought Cops theme song, we'll cap out an episode and play it at the end. Uh, We'll credit your work, we'll credit your social media, whatever you want, your SoundCloud, you name it. Uh, Send us a cover of the Thought Cops theme song. Uh, Give us an email, thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. Just cover the song, send it to us, and yeah, we'll uh, wrap up the episode with it and spread the good word. Exciting! I might need to submit to that. You should. I'll think of something. It's a. It's, so
2: you said it's a cover of the theme song. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, okay. And is it, are you going to show up, are you featuring um, several different winners or is it going to be one definite this is the winner?
0: Oh, no, we're going to switch it up. We're going to like different episodes. We're going to be because, you know, we want to have like a different flavor, different variety to the show. So, you know, however many, however many uh, submissions we get, we like to cap up the episodes with different songs each time if we can. So if you're listening and that interests you, let us know. We'll play your song
3: very epic
0: now I, I, how
2: are you how are you guys doing in in real life with you guys are in chicago what is what is that city like right down right now oh, with the lockdown or yeah. stuff uh, starting to loosen up or what's going
1: on with that
3: no it's not loo- really
1: it's loosening up a little um the past couple days i've been uh walking very long distances because there's nothing else to do uh, like three days ago, I walked to Wrigley field yesterday. I walked to uh Soxfield, field, AKA cash into gold field or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> um, it's, there's, I think people are getting antsy, especially on the days when it's nicer out. You're seeing more and more people yeah. that are taking walks and stuff like that. So
0: yeah, it's like, it's, it's getting harder and harder to want to stay inside because it's been so nice out. And, yes, and yeah, that's the
2: part that's getting to me is like when it was when it, and we're both in the Midwest. So, yeah, for you guys that aren't in the Midwest, just know that it takes a fucking long time for summer to it's, for it to start feeling like summer here. Mm-hmm. Like still right, right now is kind of cold. I'm assuming it was it was like in the 40s, which it, I'm not complaining about that. But still, I, you know, I got friends out elsewhere in the country and they're experiencing 80s and stuff and I'm, I'm interested in getting that and now that we're kind of slowly dipping into summer weather now i'm like okay i'm ready for this to be over seriously
1: people seem to still be social distancing and stuff but i am noticing every day that it's nicer out there's more and more people that keep stepping outside you know
0: yeah i think it's like finding like you know they say it's fine to go outside and just you know stay the fuck away from each other yeah
2: yeah, it's a bummer, but uh, and now, now they're saying there's going to be a second wave in the fall, which is going to be worse and stuff that's, like that. So. That's the
0: rumor, but I think we'll be more prepared at that point. But man, I just want to like, I miss, you know, living. we're living here in Chicago and there's so many great restaurants and everything. And I'm just like, I wish, you know, I wish we could just get some friends together and, you know, meet up over a nice uh, cheeseburger, but we can't do it.
1: I miss places. Anybody remember places? I
0: miss them. Places, people, things, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's 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 annoying, but, I mean, whatever. I, I'm
0: hoping that the summer can be kind of normal. Speaking of normal, let's move on to our very famous, very favorite segment of the show, Two Minutes of Hate. This is where we like to blanket punish any of those irritating things that we see on the internet, the general trends, the things that we see when we log on and we go... No, no, thank you. So uh, on that note, my two minutes of hate is I am still seeing debates on Twitter about what part of the country says soda and what part of the country says pop. And I'm fairly sure that I had this two minutes of hate maybe like three years ago, but it's probably it's back again. It's 2020, the year of our Lord, and people are still debating and talking about what parts of the country say soda and what parts say pop. And it's like, of course, yeah, here in Illinois, we say pop.
1: You do? Uh, Yeah. I've never said pop. I am older than five years old. I would never call it that. What do you call it? Soda, like a normal person.
0: What the fuck? Where did you pick that up?
1: It's because that's what it's called.
0: What What is this, the 50s? Well, I mean, my parents called it pop. My grandparents called it pop. They said, you you, you come over, hey, you want a pop? Typical boomer speak. I knew what they meant, you know? I Pop um. doesn't bother me. The,
2: the one that's confusing to me is Coke, if you call <laughs> yeah. it just soda Coke. Because Coke, to me, refers to a specific type of soda or
0: pop, yeah. which would be Coke. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah, no, I, I definitely, I called it pop or coke growing up, uh, but I, 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 in general, I stopped using the term coke because, uh, you know, cocaine was something I became aware of at the very
3: right, least. Right, right, so. yeah,
1: the huge cocaine
0: epidemic of <laughs> 1999. Yeah.
3: Your grandparents
0: asking you. Do you want some coke? Yeah, sure, grandpa. You want a bump? <laughs> it's
1: re- it's really the same for all of these uh, like internet debates that keep constantly getting dredged up. Like every almost every year or every 6 months, uh, it seems like we're rehashing the argument about like which way to roll the toilet paper or how to pronounce jif. And it's just like, man, this is the stupidest thing that people keep doing I don't know why anyone engages with this shit
0: absolutely and here it's like people are talking about it they're sharing the map of the US where it's like every portion of the country is like you know they say pop they say coke they say soda and it's just like man who cares hey here's my punishment drink some fucking water yeah it's true we should be we shouldn't be drinking soda Hey, I
2: gotta address something in the chat. Well, first of all, this is kind of cool. I like how you have this setup where people are listening in. Uh, it's Patreon.com it, slash
1: thought cops, everybody.
2: <laughs> yeah, you guys should sign up for the Patreon. Cause uh, correct me if I'm wrong, if you sign up for the Patreon, you get to listen to it live right now.
1: Yep. Yeah, for five
2: dollars a month. Yeah. Five dollars a month, that's like nothing, seriously. It's a steal. Um and so there's patrons listening right now. One of them said, do you call water fountains bubblers? And I have to say yes. As a Wisconsinite, I do call water fountains bubblers. What? And I didn't realize that until I got older, started moving out of, uh, going around the country. And I realized people don't call it bubblers. I've never heard it before. Same. You know, in the state capitol, Madison, which you guys visited because yes, we you did. went to Shrekfest, that has the, the world's first water fountain and the guy who invented it called it a bubbler so i hate to inform you guys that it the correct terminology for a water fountain is bubbler
0: i mean they, it doesn't exactly produce bubbles though that's the problem i have with it i have several problems with bubblers my main problem
2: is that you can't put your lips on it oh yeah oh. i used famous. to do that when I was in elementary school, I'd i put my lips up against the bubbler and I'd drink from it. And I remember the teachers yelling at me, and I remember thinking, "How the fuck am I supposed to drink from this thing if I can't put my lips against it?" <laughs> you were it? you were sucking
0: it off. I was sucking off the bubbler.
1: <laughs> that was that was an episode of Parks and Rec where they're trying to get all of the uh, the Indianaites to stop from drinking uh, to stop drinking from water fountains by putting
0: their entire mouths over it. Oh, was that was that in that show? Yeah. That was something I had to learn. Lastly, I wish you would stop talking about politics and maybe focus on eggs and bacon. There's a little impression from the uh, Shell Parks and Rec. Yeah, that's
1: good. That was epic.
0: (laughs) You guys
2: watching live, let us know. Do you call it soda? Do you call it pop? And do you call water fountain a bubbler? I, if they do call it a bubble, I'm pretty sure... Oh, soft drink. I wasn't even thinking soft about drink. that. Soft drink. That's...
0: Uh, yeah, this... He's from Australia. That's
1: two words. That's too long to say.
0: Yeah, that doesn't ban him. Send, send him to prison.
1: Oh, wait. Australia is prison. <laughs> oh, <that> fucking gif. <laughs>
2: I, I haven't seen this show. That's funny. I shouldn't talk about the chat because it's, uh, this is an audio format podcast. Sorry.
0: Well, you're, <laughs> you're you're enticing folks to not want to miss a beat. Uh, that is true. Uh, guest, yeah, it truly is
2: more interactive.
0: Guest, Grant, did you have anything bugging you? Any like kind of general online trends? Everything bugs me when I go online and I don't know what it is. I, I I didn't
2: used to be this way, but I go onto Twitter and I see what people are talking about. And I just think you are all miserable, stupid shitheads.
0: I yeah. I feel I feel more and more the same way. Has there been anything like in particular lately? I know like we've all been kind of cooped up and I think people think maybe that's that. what it is. I'm on yeah.
2: quarantine, but I just look at what's trending. I see James Charles is trending and I'm just like, fuck
1: this so yeah i've I've been like the same i i'm when i'm at work i'm on twitter pretty regularly because it's sort of a nice break to be like oh look at these idiots arguing about shit like at least it's not like my job but uh it it has lately i've been using it less and less just because it's like i really don't want to engage with all of the shit it's just the constant arguing and bickering and parsing apart of things that at the end of the day, really don't fucking matter is it's, it's too much to take in, you know, like, like you said, when we're all just sort of stuck in the same place, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Twitter, especially it's just like everyone trying to own each other. But the, the cool thing about these programs, I guess like Twitter is you, you can kind of cater to what you want to see by who you follow and stuff. So you know, you can, you can kind of push it in a positive direction. But it seems like no matter what community you try to get involved with, people are always trying to cause drama. People are always trying to... It's just like they have nothing better to do in their lives. They're always trying to, like, star shit.
1: Yeah, just, like, the infighting and the grandstanding and stuff like that. It's It just gets to be too much.
2: It gets to be too much, and I always try to tell myself, like, Oh, I'm above this. I'm not. This isn't going to affect me. But the truth is, this stuff does affect me. It gets under my skin, and then I get mad at myself for getting mad at this external bullshit. It's just a, I I think getting off social media is a good thing, but I think you guys can relate to this. When you have something online that you're trying to do, it would be foolish not to be on social media, getting involved with the community and promoting your stuff. It's like, it's a trap. You can't live with it. You can't live without it. I feel that very
0: hard because you know, we, we did miss a week last week. Uh, very rarely do we miss a week here on Thought Cops. But yeah, there was a point where I felt the same as you, where I was just like, I, I, I got to take a break from Twitter. It's awful. Yeah. And I just knew, I needed a breather. So I stepped out and uh, got a breather. I didn't go on Twitter for like five days. And I got to say, it was kind of nice. Yeah, it is I nice.
2: And, and you always miss out on... Uh, if you ever do take a break from online shit and you then step back in, I feel like there's new meme formats that, and that sounds so stupid. Say it out loud. You're but it's right, true. Yeah. You're there's right. all this new shit. It's like how this happened in three days. Like it's, it's a totally different
1: landscape. Yeah. The shelf life for a lot of the stuff is very short. I feel like what you were saying, uh, just a little bit ago, uh, about how, um, I just lost the fucking thought about how, like, you see all this infighting and you don't, you try not to let it affect you, but it still affects you. And then like how you interact with it is how you interact with like the site and yourself and your own mentality is sort of like you were asking a little bit ago about the re educationing video that I made. I feel like it's almost more a commentary on exactly that than the topics themselves that I'm talking about. If that makes sense. Yes.
2: It, it, yeah, it, it, It's all meta. Everything's just getting too meta. I can't keep up.
0: So, Guest Grant, you're you're pun. This is your chance to punish any of these people who are just wasting their time, uh, whittling away on Twitter. You come back, you step away. You cu- they're coming up with all sorts of pointless meme formats. And what is it all worth? You know. So it's all pointless. Who do yeah. I
2: punish? I punish anyone who makes memes on what alpha or beta behavior is. Oh, a tr- okay. Hell yeah. A true alpha is not even thinking about that shit. You're, yes. Those memes are they come from insecurity and a, a true alpha makes people feel comfortable and secure and valuable. And I think the internet has a very twisted perspective of what leadership is. They think it's wrath and uh intimidation and all these other things that so that's one th- that i'd punish everyone and i have a bunch of different reasons but now you got me started i gotta be cool i want to be <laughs> calm and gracious hold on i gotta i gotta type something in the chat because this gift is making me laugh too much i just keep seeing that guy <laughs> sucking on that oh it told me to chill out i can't type anything more
1: ah, it's off my screen
2: also, I
0: I owe Netrunner brought up something that I actually thought of exactly because he there is this like gif on or this like meme of like the I think we're going to talk about it later a little bit. But the the uh the alpha and the beta lean. Yeah, yeah. that
1: That's going to come up.
0: Yeah. Like straight up like I was off the internet (laughs) for like five days and i came back i came back and i saw green lines on anything and i'm like what the fuck happened when i was gone
1: yeah it it (laughs) lived and it lived and died as you were taking your break that's how short of a shelf life this shit has yeah you had a back engineer
2: what the hell that meant well who who would you guys punish
0: i I think that's i I think think you're right there yeah you did the right you made the right call
2: okay so it's we're all it's a, a unanimous decision that we punish that meme
0: Yes. Yeah. Grant, uh, Officer Grant, what did you have uh, to punish folks this week?
1: Um, It's it's less internet related, but, you know, maybe it's a good thing because we can all sort of take a break from some of that stuff, obviously, if we're complaining about it, you know, as as we have been the past, you know, however long. Um, but one thing that's uh, been sort of bothering me is, like I said, I've been taking these, like, really long walks. Like, I just go out i put on <laughs> headphones and i just walk around for like five hours dude, that is some that is some doomer shit there's nothing else to do man I get, it's just it, like, I get it i get it
2: dude walks like,
0: are good
1: walks
2: are amazing
1: yeah and it's it's nice out like you know the weather's been good get to be around people a little bit like you know but uh yeah i'll just pop in headphones go on like a five or six hour walk just like you know wherever And uh, the one thing that I've noticed that hasn't gotten any better is that despite the fact that there's less people on the street, like people still don't know how to like behave and walk and act and take up space in public, you know,
0: you know, for as long as I've known you, Grant, you've uh, this has been this has been a big touch point for you. You've had a lot of issues with people walking on the sidewalk
1: yeah, I hate they're bad at it. and the the thing <laughs> is, they, despite the fact that there's less people out, they're still bad at it. I don't understand. If I'm trying to get from one place to the other and like you walk out of a store and you stop in the middle of a sidewalk when I'm trying to maintain six feet from you, and you just cut right in front of me and stop, well, what, are you, what are you doing? Why would you do that? yeah they're just less conscientious
2: they're they're in uh they're playing looney tunes in their head
1: (laughs) (laughs) or like the fucking phones and stuff like that and it's like yeah everybody's on their phone when they're walking like who who the fuck cares but it's like don't stop in front of people like how is it that there's two people on this sidewalk and you're still like right on top of me get the fuck away from me six
2: feet asshole People aren't respecting the distancing.
1: Yeah, uh, my punishment is uh, the people walking get the people's elbow from me, Officer Grant. That's fair. Commit assault.
0: Speaking of that, if you haven't listened to Talk Cops before, every week we investigate the internet's outrage-inducing news stories, and then we sentence each perpetrator to a cruel and often quite unusual punishment so let's get right to it grant and i'm t- when i say grant i'm of course referring to both of you <laughs> of course huh. elon musk and his uh fuck <laughs> his kids what is going name. on with elon
2: what do we like elon musk or do we not like i him?
1: loathe elon musk anytime i see one of his tweets on twitter i just immediately tell him to shut the fuck up every single one of them that I see that crosses my timeline, I just go, shut the fuck
0: up. Why are you talking? I will will stop disliking him when he starts building those fucking trains in Los Angeles and Chicago that he promises he'll build. Yeah, it seems like he's a very powerful individual, but he seems kind of silly. Like,
1: I don't know. Like... Everything he does is one of those, like, hello fellow kids type tweets where it's just like, I also like anime. Uh, any way to get Minecraft working in my car? Like, shut the fuck up. You're not funny. It's not endearing. I hate you.
2: Yeah, he's definitely catering towards.
1: <laughs>
2: there. There's an audience on Twitter that always gravitates towards
1: people like him, and he's certainly catering towards them. He's almost like a 2012 redditor in a certain sort of way.
0: <laughs> so, uh, him and um, musical artist Grimes had a beautiful baby boy this week. And uh, I apologize. I don't. I don't mean to be insensitive. I don't mean to be racist if I mispronounce this name. Uh, <laughs> they, had, they had a beautiful baby boy named. Uh... Yeah, that, I think you got it.
2: That sounds about right. What what is that all about? That's probably some like passing joke that he made. And now everyone's taking it seriously. Or do there, you know if that's there really there was? Their plans?
0: I I can actually I can explain it here. Give me one second to uh, let's see here. He's from the future. So uh, his wife Grimes had mentioned. Uh, so let me let me let me break it all down for you. Uh, X the unknown variable. That's the first letter. Uh, the second letter is two letters. It's <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm, I'm probably showing it's 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 the ligature between the A and the E. Yeah. Which is uh, Elvin. It's her specific elven spelling of I, which means uh, love and or Aww. and or Aww. and or artificial intelligence Stop. Uh, uh, then A twelve or A is uh, the precursor to the, the SR seventeen, which is uh, her and Elon's favorite aircraft. Which is uh, no weapons, no defenses, just speed. Great in battle, but nonviolent. And then finally, the letter A, which is uh, Archangel, which is her favorite song.
2: Oh, that's fascinating. So what? <laughs> they're they're gonna have you can't call it that you gotta just have a name for it like it's gonna be shortened to what was the first one X?
1: yeah X-A-E-A-12 or something yeah they're just gonna call him X.
0: <laughs> I like X that. One, one of the replies here says you realize this is a human child and not an EP right? <laughs> I love that She's a th- I think it sounds like the name of a main character in his story I hope he vibes with that yeah, I guess we'll find out, you know. So are, are Grimes and Elon, uh, are they married? Yeah, they're married. They had a kid. And gotcha. Uh, his name is... That's cool. I'm glad Good that for them. i that
1: you perfectly replicated the uh, pronunciation.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I, oh, oh I, guess not, I guess they're not married.
0: Yeah. Whoops. I
1: don't,
2: yeah, celebrities don't get married, do they? They just kind of pump them out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this is Hollywood culture on crack. Folks, I hate I hate it so
1: much. I hate everything about this. I hate their stupid pretentious shit and their dumb fucking baby name. I'm glad that uh, we have yet another week where we get to bully an infant online because I'm having a lot of fun <laughs> with it. Because fuck yeah. this baby, no,
2: it, we don't know. It's not the baby. Nobody's blaming the baby. <laughs> it's We're not the blaming the parents. Baby. we can't, so
3: goofy.
0: We can get to make fun of the baby's name. Like last time, we got we got to make fun of the big baby, which was the. Uh, the uh, four foot tall baby wearing under armor <laughs> <That> was absolutely <laughs> terrifying.
2: Wait, wait. Oh, I thought I knew what you're talking about. I Did I talking you about see the,
1: the big baby? It was just yeah. a big baby. Yeah.
2: Where he's plopping his ass on his dad's back. And oh, there's yeah. all that baby yeah. powder. I
1: love, love all that. That baby looks so happy to be doing that. And the dad don't mind, it looks like. That baby weighs about 157 pounds. I mean it's not a baby,
2: right? It's like a six year old, but
1: yeah, it's like a three year old. Oh, three. Still that's that's a giant that kid's gonna be a football <laughs> player, man. Yeah. Do we have a do we have a punishment for Grimes and Elon Musk? Because I've been wanting to punish this guy. I think we've punished him before, but I wanna punish him some more because obviously he hasn't learned his lesson.
0: Yeah, go for it. Yeah, seize um,
1: his assets and redistribute them. Yeah, I'm good with that. Uh, how about seize his anime and redistribute that?
2: <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, what's something you guys really liked that happened recently? I want to oh. hear that. We'll we'll get to that at the end with our key to the city segment. We like to, you know, we'll, we'll yeah. be a little more. Positive. Oh, you have a.
2: Oh, you have a segment for that. Okay, I got gotcha. you.
1: Yeah, we sort of have to cleanse the palate after doing all this stuff. <laughs> Alright,
2: so we're still on We're still on shit that really frazzles us?
0: Yeah, yeah. more or
1: less. Um, let's see, what do we got here? Why don't we talk about this because we mentioned it before, the uh, don't lean in strongman.
2: Yeah, can you explain it to me, man? I felt like I
0: missed the boat on that. Kevin, do you know anything about this? I mean, I figured it out because people were posting pictures of me in our Discord where I was li- <laughs> I, I guess I was doing a virgin lean. Well,
3: yeah, that's like, bullshit. A, like a
0: beta male. Because
2: I'm kind of tall, so whenever I take a picture with someone, I always make sure my eye level is at their eye level. Exactly! So, what's what's the problem with that? I, I, you, you gotta frame the picture, otherwise you gotta stand farther away.
1: Well, it's this guy, um, I, I don't know who this is, but it's <laughs> at Alpha Rivlino. I, I don't know, I, I, don't, I don't know who this is. It, it's either a website or a person or a thing or something, and it's Riv, Rivlino Rivlino on Twitter and the the caption of his Twitter account is reminding you to face fuck her since 2010 and if you look at his uh, if you look at all of his posts it's all these pictures of this green line assessing people's posture as though that's the only way to tell how masculine someone is is whether or not they're leaning I suppose <laughs> And then when people people criticize him, I don't think that it is. Uh, Anytime. I mean, maybe uh, at this point, I I don't know. I don't know what irony is anymore. I'll be completely honest. It's completely lost on me in any sense of the word, because everyone's doing a fucking bit now, myself included. And I I can't I don't know what reality is anymore. But, um, anytime someone, like, criticizes him for doing this, he goes, oh, you sound like a pussy licker. Like, that's his, that's his number one comeback. Oh,
2: Oh, his comeback
0: is that we eat pussy? Yeah, because that's not an alpha thing to do. Dude. That's that episode of The Sopranos where (laughs) Junior thought it was uh, gay to eat pussy. It's, yeah,
1: it's very It's it's very much like that. Eating pussy? I don't like to get crude because
2: my parents always check in on things I'm a part of. <laughs> but I'll say this. First of all, hello. As, uh, thank you for listening. Hello, yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Grant, Mom. I think Congolingus is worshipping feminim- femininity, femi- mim- femininity. And it's a beautiful act, and if you truly love somebody, you would do that.
1: well i i think that there there, like you were saying before there's this weird concept of masculinity and like the idea of um i don't of like submitting to someone is inherently not masculine and there was that thing like maybe about a year ago where uh what's his name um DJ Khaled was like in trouble for saying like a very similar thing where he's like no of course I don't eat pussy but like she she goes down on me like of course she does because I'm a king and a king never submits to her and yeah she's a queen but like she better go down on me and people were like well that's not fair but that's like I mean, a thing hey, I guess
2: some relationships might work like that there might be a relationship where the guy doesn't like to perform that act and the, the woman doesn't mind that's fine but to make a grand statement about what a sexual act says about your being is that's coming from a place of insecurity. Um, it, he if he just said I don't, I don't I don't like to perform that act that's fine. But to say I don't like to perform that act and if you perform that act that says this about you then th- that that's a defensive move. That's a defensive move, right? True. I mean it's he's, it's he's weird to for think something.
1: Yeah, it's weird to think uh, like you you sort of touched on this a little bit earlier, but it's, it's weird to think that how you assume other people are interpreting your behavior dictates your behavior and like what you conceive of like the concept of masculinity as being like, I don't see someone who's alpha being so fucking worried about like, Oh well, what if I'm perceived this way? It's like, yeah, who the fuck cares if I'm perceived one way or another? Like if I'm alpha, I I'm just going to do what I want to do. So why do you why do people care about what other people do at all in any sense of anything? Yeah, I
2: agree. I think the term alpha, I think every day in a million different ways you are in different systems when you go to the grocery store, you're in a different system. When you meet your mom for dinner, it's a different system. There's all these... When you hang out with your friend groups, it's a system. Yeah. And you you can be an alpha in these situations, and you can not be the alpha. When I go to a grocery store, I feel like when I'm checking out in that moment, there's a system where the cashier is in charge. Uh, you know, there's... When, I, when I'm... When I'm visiting my family for Thanksgiving and I'm trying to help out in the kitchen, I think in that situation, my mom would be the alpha. There, every day you are either the leader or the led. And I feel like a true leader is a, a, a true leader is very easily led because they understand the value of teamwork. They understand where they fit in and they understand how they can help an overall process. So I think if, you can't be a true leader if you cannot be led that's that would be my statement
3: oh, and
0: you are sort of somebody who yeah you're somebody who does leave you know massive projects and collaborations so i'm sure that must ring true for you to some extent
2: yes i think wh- as far as Shrekfest fest and stuff i'm the guy who gets all the credit but in reality i'm commuting i'm com- sorry I can't, I've, I've been drinking beer this whole time. I've been communicating <laughs> okay. yeah, me too. to a lot of different people and I take the best ideas that people have and I implement them. Um, and I assure people that, yeah, yeah, that is a good idea. Like I always push people in a positive direction and, uh, And uh, I I just, I get credit for it, but it it really, the efforts of Shrek Fest and Shrek Retold are a bunch of people all working towards a goal. And I think a better uh, title for me would be, but you can't write it in the credits of a movie director makes sense, but cheerleader, that's all I am. I'm a cheerleader for these projects. I go, yes, This is great. I love what you're doing. This is a great work in progress. Keep going. Oh, you're doing such a great job on this song. Keep going. That's all I'm doing, that I'm just encouraging people. Um, Because I think with projects, there needs to be excitement. And you guys, this this podcast is a project. And this this podcast could not survive if you guys didn't feel excitement for it. And I'm sure you've seen so many things online die um, because there's not excitement behind it. And I feel like mm. the best things. And I think you guys are fans of Mega sixty four too. I'm seeing this picture with you yeah. with Garrett. Yeah, yeah. And I've, I, I just, I see the way that in their podcast Rocco manifests the excitement for Mega sixty four and kind of amplifies it. And if you can just amplify things, I think certain people are an amplifier for positivity, and certain people are amplifiers for negativity. Um, and well, I think everybody is both. Just in different ways i think you know everything's more complicated than black and white or yeah definitely i don't know everything could everything could be black and white but maybe the black and white is made up of a bunch of different gray molecules i don't i don't know
1: 50 shades man well like (laughs) not to nerd out too much but i do know that a lot of people that uh what do what do you call someone who like works with uh animals not not like a veterinarian but like a uh like a zoologist, sort of. A lot of those people do say that there's no single concept of, like, an alpha male within the, uh, within the animal kingdom because every animal has their own social dynamics and whatnot. And then even within certain things, like, you say, like, oh, like, a, a pack of wolves has an alpha male, but different males within the pack are alpha and beta at certain times. Like, there's no, like... Oh, it's it's Craig over here. It's it's Phil. He's the alpha male sort of thing. Like they're all it it's a working dynamic all the time. So, you know, there is some level of truth to, you know, what you're saying, because that's that's where that term is taken from the conceptualization of, oh, these things exist in nature, so they must exist uh, you know, within humanity, right? And it's like, well, that's not true for really any aspect of it you know there's dynamics yeah
2: yes i I just think every day when you go to work you go to school you go home you go play with your friends there's just a million different dynamics and those dynamics are ever shifting i just think life is one big kaleidoscope it's always changing things are always shifting and that's i think there's no political system that you can say this is this is the way to do things i think things need things can't be stagnant yeah like the Dinosaurs, I read that were the most sophisticated animal because they lived the longest. Um, Obviously, they're extinct now. But if you look at, you know, the lineage of Earth, dinosaurs were here for a lot longer. Um, And humans were kind of like, we just came out of nowhere and really fucking... uh, And
0: I know like the the skeletons won't show this, but if you really look into the uh, psychology of the event, dinosaurs actually used to wear top hats and monocles. Oh, those wouldn't survive in the fossils. Those would disintegrate. We only see the bear, you know.
1: Hey, they're more sophisticated than my wife. Am I right, fellas? Oh, Oh,
3: some
2: boomer humor. (laughs) Boomers hate their wives. You notice (laughs) that? They do, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I love, I love, uh, that's a a meme that I enjoy, is the, like, boomer comics. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Or it shows like a comic that would appeal to uh, boomers. And it usually involves a man killing his
1: wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> here, honey, hand me the hairdryer and it's a gun.
0: <laughs> that was the exact <laughs> one I was thinking of. Hell yeah. Uh, Grin, did you want to uh, f- do one more here?
1: Yeah. Uh, did we punish this guy for doing this? Uh, I Here, I, I got a punishment and this will be really quick. Uh, we take that thin green line. And we shove it up his ass so he never fucking leans over. How's that sound? <laughs> ah, good idea, yeah. that
2: was Yes, I, I am on board for that.
0: <laughs> 100%.
1: Oh, I, I got one. Um, yeah, why don't we end on this one? Uh, this article, and you guys might have seen this. Uh, it made the rounds through the internet, and it's, just, it's building off of what was already just a very fucking annoying, aggravating fucking trend of people creating words and then ascribing certain belief systems to those words but the the headline of the article is man spreading has crossed over to the realm of running and it's not okay you wanna give me the rundown of what that article's about yeah more or less um I think Kevin put the link in the chat right uh, if you wanna yeah. pop that open um it's it's more or less just that you know man spreading is when there's a man on a in like a public place like a train and the way that he's sitting is taking up too much um too much like physical space uh, and now it's being ascribed to more and more things like I'm seeing this uh this. Other article in the ad section, yeah, men, we need to talk about your verbal man-spreading. So it's not just that you sit a certain way and that you're taking up too much space, but you're also talking too loud. And now it's extended itself to the fact that you're taking up too much space when you're running. Because now people are, you know, like we were talking about, uh, it's getting nicer outside. People are... T- taking walks, they're going running. They're trying to get outdoors a little yeah, bit. And we're gym, all trying to. The gym is maintain, closed. Yeah, we're all trying to maintain six feet from each other. The gym is closed, like Kevin said. But men are their limbs are too long, and they're in the middle of the sidewalk, and they're ju- they're man spreading while they're running is basically the gist. Okay, of it. Okay,
0: I just want to come on in front of this and say that I I've been going running during this whole quarantine because my, again my gym is closed. Uh, and there has been this sort of unspoken, uh, trend amongst people running where it's like, if you're both coming towards each other on the path, you both just get off the path and get like six feet apart from each other and then veer back on the path. Like pretty much everybody does that, you know, gender sexuality side, you know what I mean?
1: Or I'll just, like, if there's no cars, I'll just run in the street for, like, a block. Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't matter. None of this matters. Nico in the chat said, uh, anybody who complains about manspreading has never dealt with a serious issue in their lives. And I think that that's 100% true. Yeah, I
2: think there's truth to that. Um, man, I think men do take up more space when they sit. And I, do, I think they do talk louder sometimes. So what's
1: the, what's the issue?
0: I don't. I don't know here. Don't know. Just few people. Are, I mean, they're just pointing that out. But it's like you know, this is
1: almost the the flip side of the coin of like, well, you know, <laughs> from a certain perspective, masculinity is this. But then from this perspective, it's that masculinity is inherently toxic, and that men taking up too much physical space is because they're 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 ascribing some sort of like psychological phenomenon to it, like oh, you're. You uh, believe that you're entitled to this space, more or less, you know. Yeah,
0: Nico in the chat says, "I literally manspread and mansplain, and I'm a girl." She says, "I just, be, true, I just yeah. be sitting how I want." Well, you can't mansplain.
1: Mansplain is when a when uh, when a man explains something, right? She she mansplains. She she more or less mansplains. Anytime we're talking about cartoons or something like that, she she jumps over a couch and.
0: What does it mean? I'm wait. <laughs> <This> if- <laughs> Emily, I'm Emily says that you're mansplaining. Mansplaining to us. <laughs> I'm gonna mansplain that you aren't <laughs> mansplaining.
2: I can't believe this. Um, I, I but here's the thing: like all this shit, manspreading and mansplaining. I've never heard this shit in real life. This is just on the internet. This is fake. This is imaginary. These aren't real issues. Like, I don't hear or encounter this in real life.
1: Yeah, I, I have an issue where um I I have this tendency to talk just uh, in, in a professional sense. I talk exactly the same way that I talk right now, which is just open, like just what's on my mind sort of thing. And I have an issue with any time I'm at work and I'm like, yeah, this happened or blah, 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 man spreading. And people are like... What the fuck are you talking... Like, people that aren't online, like you said, don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. And then you have to explain it, it. and then people are like, do people actually care about this? And it's like, yeah, a lot of people do, yeah. It's weird. That's interesting.
2: That's like the thing, like, gaslighting. That's something I learned of recently. Gaslighting, I'm sure you've seen that in a lot of memes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, I don't know, I might be getting too personal. But I'm always wondering... Am I gaslighting someone? Because I think anytime you talk to someone, you are trying to get a certain outcome. Or is that psychotic?
0: Am I wrong? I think that, no, that's a very interesting perspective. I've thought a lot about whether or not I may or may not be gaslighting somebody or I may or may not be getting gaslit myself. Uh,
1: <laughs> I I think I think the the real sorry uh, I'm, I'm just, like, I, I
0: didn't mean it real quick I didn't mean to cut I didn't mean to laugh about that but I just uh, Nico in the chat said we live by a place called Gaslight Cafe and I laugh every time I see it and I Gaslight yeah, Cafe is, how there, long have they had that name? Uh, quite a while. It's a, it's a cafe here in uh, Logan Square in Chicago, but yeah, it's. Uh,
2: Move. I can tell it's an older place. They a new place wouldn't name themselves. Right, yeah. has
0: such bad
1: connotations. Exactly. Yeah. Esta- established twenty nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um,
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. I got a mansplain cappuccino. Should <laughs> <laughs> mansplain the menu to me? <laughs> yeah. I think I think that
1: the original sort of connotation of that word, though was supposed to be along the lines of, like, a psychological phenomenon that people use to abuse other people, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. the husband that would beat the shit out of his wife and be like, oh, it's a shame that you hit your face on the doorknob like that. And she's like, well, obviously you did it. And he goes, no, I didn't do it. Like, that sort of thing. And I think when it started really coming to prominence is when, like... very recently as of what like 2016 2017 it sort of hit this mainstream uh, critical mass point where everyone used it just to say like oh the president is lying or something like that and it's just like but that's not really the meaning of that word like you're not maybe it's technically correct but what the fuck you know
2: yeah I think um, well what you're saying is gaslighting is actually a serious thing in a relationship that's abusive Mm -hmm. and it causes the other person to be emotionally dependent on somebody who's an abuser Mm. but it yeah exactly like like any terms it is used to describe something much less and i don't i don't know how you could say the president is gaslighting could say he's lying or mishandling a situation but to say he's gaslighting i think yeah implies that you're, oh man, that opens a whole can of worms. Are we in an emotional relationship with the government?
0: <laughs> that, that's I, a very good question. That, yeah. That's, yeah, that. I, oh, I think. Yeah, I don't
2: know. You can create an uh, you can create a convincing argument no no matter what your stance is. But I think, yeah, like in certain ways, every conversation. And I'm just looking at this from like a, a writing perspective. I'm not a strong writer, but I watch a lot of lectures on YouTube because I'm interested in writing. I feel like I'm a creative guy, but anytime I try to write, I can't fucking write realistic dialogue. I can't write. That's why I do like Shrek retold and stuff. Cause I, I need a story that works and then I can build off that visually and creatively. Yeah. But I can't, I, can't, I get that. Yeah. I've never, every time I write something, it's just trash. Um, so I watch lectures because I think you can improve on anything you put your mind to. And I, I'm very interested in the dynamics of a conversation. And you, you, when you have people talk, they say never to have them say what they truly mean. But they they say anything but what they truly mean. But what should come through is the emotion behind it. And I think right. that's, that's how we do talk in 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 certain conversations you have every day when you talk to people, there's always an underlying subtext. I don't I don't know what my point is right now. That's just a, that's just something I wanted to share, I guess.
0: So I guess in terms of subtext, Grant uh, Officer Grant, you were, yes. you you know you're a marathon runner. I, I'm, I'm going to let you punish them here I've because done one. yeah, punish who? Um. The,
1: the woman that wrote this article because she's she's the one that's getting most of the hate for having written it um remind me what and, the article is got the, it. <laughs> the man yeah. spreading is crossed over to the realm of running and it's not okay
2: oh god I got so off topic okay that's sort
1: of Honestly, that's sort of the point of the show, and we say that from time to time is just like... I blame the chat. Here's some stuff to, you know, sort of talk about, and uh, also, let's go on a tangent, because it's a lot more interesting than actually delving into some of this stuff sometimes, but... uh,
2: It's just fodder for conversation. I totally understand.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, So, Helen Coffee is her name, um... I guess the the punishment is she also gets the people's elbow. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't it's it's a weird sort of moral conundrum because it's not as though there aren't certain systemic criticisms you can make of uh, individuals interactions, you know, sort of on the whole, but it it anytime you see some of this stuff it just comes off as so so fucking self-serving and just like tone deaf in a certain sort of way. I don't know. I think a lot of it is, I feel like who is this person that wrote this article? Just some, some random journalist. Her name's Helen coffee. I don't, I'm not a hateful person. First
2: of all, let me just say that. Um, And I don't want to target this person. Let me just say in general, I think when articles get written like this, she uh i think she had a personal experience where a guy was taking up space and instead of just vocalizing right. in that moment she decided to write an article about it i see that all the time on on twitter where people complain about things but it's like i guarantee you didn't say shit when it was happening you were wait, you were from the moment that inconvenience happened you were just thinking about a tweet you could write in your head right 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 yeah so that's
1: probably what happened. Exactly, I don't even understand yeah. what the article is. <laughs> yeah, I don't it's it's just it's it's frustrating. It's just bullshit. It's things for it's more things for people to argue about and to fight about and stuff like that. And I don't I don't think that there's really anything to it more than that. I don't think that most people ascribe to this point of view or anything like that, or subscribe to this point of view. Uh so it, it really is just another thing for people to bitch about.
3: Yeah.
2: Hey, somebody in the chat said, "Grant, you don't need to be an ally." What? A female? I'm. I'm an ally to everyone. I love women, and I don't want to make it seem like I'm. I don't want to seem like an asshole. I love. And if if when women complain about men online, I totally get it, dude. Men are assholes. Men don't. They're trash. They they don't understand shit. We're dogs. Men don't understand dude's um, rock <laughs> no let me let me complain about men for a second and I want to know how to put this but men men will always
0: well hold on Shrek is Shrek is a man keep that in mind Shrek's an ogre. Oh! Shrek is a con- male <laughs> ogre. You're right, he is a yeah, male but ogre. but a male
1: ogre is different than a man, right? No,
0: if you've seen Shrek 4, which I haven't, you will know that there are female and male ogres. And I could tell by the trailer that right. the movie looked horrible, but I'm just saying that it does build upon the lore and the world building of Shrek.
1: I'm just the- saying that a man and a male are possibly two different things because you wouldn't say oh that dog is a man it's a male dog yeah but it's not a man
2: speak for your fucking self hey wait a minute somebody said we leave the seat up i i have never in my life left the seat up yeah i haven't you guys do
3: that
1: no that's such a fucking boomer thing i did
0: that's that's
1: never that's wick I I, I close. Okay, so you guys know
2: That shit dissipates Right? Like anything Even a rock over millions of years Will dissipate Everything is releasing its molecules Into the air If you leave the toilet open That's toilet water dissipating into the air Close that That's where you shit, that's nasty
0: <laughs> It's unsightly yeah i I, think out out of this whole episode i think that's the one thing people have to hear is (laughs) fucking like this close the toilet seat i don't give a fuck if you flush leaving (laughs) leaving the toilet seat open is
2: like leaving the faucet on when you're done with it you are done with this device deactivate it
1: yeah turn it it close it turn it off yeah y'all
0: be y'all be walking past the bathroom like i'll be tasting shit (laughs) hey i did Uh, This actually
2: happened this week. I left the toilet seat up and the next time I went in there, I think it was in the middle of the night to take a shit, I fell in and my ass got all wet. And that's because I
1: left the seat up. I didn't. I've never heard that happen to a single individual human ever in the history of forever. I've never heard that happening. I wait for real. That's like the oldest trick in the book. I thought it was an urban legend.
2: Oh, I've done it to myself uh, several times. That's I think that several. might be. Yeah, I leave the seat up like a fucking idiot because I think I got something on my mind, and then like I'm thinking of, I'm like in the middle of drafting an email, and I go take a shit, or I mean I go take a piss. Oh, <laughs> uh, what are we talking
1: about? We okay, were you, trying to you. punish. We were trying to punish someone. Yeah, let's just let's just punish I them. Think- I I gave her, I gave her the people's elbow. Oh, yes,
2: that's right. We elbowed her.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Again.
0: <laughs> let's let let's move on to that very uh, positive segment of the show. The key to the city. You know, we'd like to shine a little light on something nice, something sweet, something positive in our lives. Uh, Grant, I'll let you begin. Uh, oh, yeah. Of me,
1: my my key to the city this week goes to uh, the government. Um, a lot of people complain about the government. But I'll tell you, I, I've had about, like, four years worth of credit card debt that I just couldn't pay down. And now, thanks to, like, the increase in um in unemployment money, I'm, like, next month I can pay off all of my credit card debt, like, and have money left over. Uh, Between that and the stimulus check, it's like, well, this, this was a good thing to happen. Like, yeah, the, the quarantine sucks, but, like... Hey, the government paid me more money to not work than work paid me to work. So, honestly, fuck work. Uh, I, for one, welcome our new communist overlords that are going to throw us all in gulags. At least I don't have credit card debt anymore. So, uh, key to the city to the government.
0: Hell yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm not really political-minded. I I don't know. Anytime I get in a politics conversation, I feel like I just ask questions. I just want to learn as much as I can from different people. And I I, would say that's a a good tactic. Yeah. I just feel like I I don't lean anyway. But now I think being a centrist was kind of demonized. But I I just feel like I don't know enough. And I feel like even if I was 80 years old, I feel like I would still have uncertainty. Like, how could I possibly know the right way to run things?
1: I I feel like... Sorry, sir. What were you saying? Oh, I was just going to say, I honestly think that that's preferable because so many people know so little and just fucking spout off about it. I trust more people that have like self-doubt than I do anybody else. You know,
2: that's what it is, man. The people that don't. I. I it's so easy to be positive about something when you know so little. I like when I think about just I, I edit. Let me bring it back to that. Something I know I edit. I edit. And I use these editing softwares and I like 10 years ago, or sorry, about five years ago when I started using After Effects, I got familiar with it. I thought, man, I, I know everything I know about After Effects. I'm the master. And now five years later, I realize I don't know fucking shit. I haven't even begun to scratch the surface. And it's the more That's I get the, to uh... know stuff. It's like the uh, the more I realize, like, I'm, I'm a baby. I'm at square one. I don't know nothing.
1: Yeah, it's the uh, dunning kruger effect of you know people that know very little you know spout off the most people who know a lot doubt you know when you know a lot about something you obviously like know that you have spaces in your knowledge and gaps in your knowledge and stuff like that so you're more likely to underestimate yourself you know yeah i've experienced both sides of that i've I have overestimated myself
2: so many times, and I have underestimated myself so many times. I just feel like I'm never truly going to get a grasp on anything I'm dealing with. But as long as I approach it with a positive attitude and an open mind, like, I don't know all the answers. I'm, I'm willing to hear all input. Um, I think if everyone's on the same page, though, that we want good for all, then what yeah. what are we afraid of why are we arguing you'd be surprised <laughs> people dude there's people who want misery and pain for all absolutely without with a doubt no. which is which is is sad they're really the victim in their own way they were hurt uh, i i can i can experience that like even on a small scale i'm i'm not going to pretend like i went through any real meaningful trauma in my life but i've experienced things where uh, it, what am I even talking about anymore?
3: How did I start that
2: sentence? No, for, how did I start that sentence? What did I say? He said, something about people trauma. who want,
1: yes, yeah. something people about who misery. Oh yeah. Who have oh yeah. Trauma.
2: I'll, I'll, ex- I'll experience the minor, about the minorest inconvenience. And I'll think, Ooh, I want this pain on the rest of the world. I, I have those moments of like true evilness and it's like, wow, you have to take a step back and just don't be your emotions. Just, observe your emotions and be like why am i feeling that this way and be like oh yeah. i'm i'm feeling that way cuz yeah sometimes some days i feel evil and i'll have to take a step back and like why am i feeling evil today and it's like oh these things happened oh yeah that was that was bullshit that was a ton of bullshit i went through this week uh, and uh, you, you analyze it more you see you see how you can just let those emotions flow through you there's no reason to act on them that's it's we are in this this bio body full of chemicals that are affecting our emotions <laughs> and the things we say and the things we do but you can be better than that you can take a step back and just be like you know everything will be fine tomorrow it's a new day
0: take a shit and think- you'll be fine
2: <laughs> take a shit leave the seat down
0: yeah for, I think God, for god's sakes if you take nothing else from this whole episode leave the fucking seat down please yeah, Jesus, this is th- seat cops <laughs> yeah, hey, I just want to say I just want to say my my key to the city that goes uh, this week to Shrek Retold. I think it's great. Uh, I uh, I cannot stay on your topics. Oh, no, no I to say to say I'm just saying okay, I, to be honest, I I, I I was familiar with it recently, like I I obviously but like I, I sat down and I watched the whole thing uh, this past week and Watch I was what? blown away.
2: Shrek retold. Okay, did you, and just be honest, I feel like every time I ask people about it, they're like, oh yeah, I know what it it was, but did you know what Shrek Retold was until I approached you?
0: Yes.
1: Yeah, we'd see, yeah.
0: Because I follow a lot of people who are in it, or were in it. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I, I, I had watched chunks of it before, but then I decided to sit down and watch the whole thing, and I was like, I should have watched this a long time ago, because it is really fucking good
1: yeah, yeah and did uh I, did slime the garbage main have anything to do with it because i think he was the one that like kept saying oh i know the guy that does Shrekfest and uh i think I that's know. where we found out about uh
0: that's true
1: yeah yeah i'm very familiar with
2: Shre- um i'm sorry what was it <laughs> slime the garbage main yeah yeah um i
3: in it,
2: it, here's the deal i always have a tough time with names um I might know this person in real life. There's a lot of people I work with. I don't Shrek. think I know his real name. <laughs> <It's a> Walker,
0: <laughs> I, I think. I've
2: met a lot oh, of people I think you're right. that have worked on Shrek Retold and Sonic Rebuild. Slime the Garbage Mane, that sounds so familiar. And I, I'm so... I'm always put on the spot. You probably know who he is,
1: yeah. He's just one uh, of these guys who the seems thing. to know
2: everybody that we know. <laughs> I work with a lot of people on these projects. Um... <laughs> The live chat's cracking me up, Semen Cafe
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'm okay, change topics. Nico says I wanted to go to live premiere at Bremen, but I think I just got out of surgery when it happened. Well I hope your surgery was successful. I hope it wasn't anything too scary. And yes, the premiere was at Bremen. Bremen Cafe. It wasn't really a premiere because it, it showed online before anywhere, but we did a screening at Bremen, which I was in attendance. My friend Mark Peterson organized all that. And that was so fucking fun. They had they they took this small room in this bar and put up chairs and had a projector. And the guy who set it up, Mark, he brought a TV and he showed sh- the actual movie Shrek at the same time of oh, Shrek awesome. Retold. It was so fantastic. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, oh, I hope people show up. Because it's just, it'd be so embarrassing if nobody came. But we packed the room. There are people standing in the hallway. That was a fantastic night. I'm sorry you didn't get to go. Dude, next premiere, next premiere, dude, in Chicago. yeah, let's do it. Shrek 2 retold, dude, we should figure out a theater in Chicago. Crowd theater. and uh and get it going because there's there's a lot of you'd be surprised the amount of theaters that are that are wanting to show your shit i got oh, a,
1: absolutely
0: yeah
2: yeah I, I get a lot of emails yeah, from let's, people let's, all over the world uh, that want to show figure it
0: out um but moving on here thought cops were the week hey wait did uh did grant do his key to the city oh, i don't think he did yeah did you have one specifically grant this is something that I like.
1: Yeah, basically anything positive. Yeah, something that gave you some positive vibes over the past week. Um, this or week, just in general.
2: This week was really stressful, but I say this is the highlight of my week.
0: <laughs> okay, all right, I'll take oh, it. thank you. No one's ever used that as, <laughs> as a key yeah. To the no city. one's given
1: us the key to the city yet. What the yeah. hell? This
2: really is. This is my positive of the week because it's just all stressful and a lot of business calls. But this is like take a moment out of your day. To just shoot the shit and unwind and not worry about answering emails and stuff.
0: Yeah, for sure. That's great, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for giving me the opportunity. Wow. Thank you for thanking us. Can you believe that, Grant? The uh, coveted Thought Cops key
1: to the city goes to us. I've wanted one ever since we introduced the segment, and I finally have it. There you go. You deserve it.
0: Uh, Thought Cops word of the week this week. Uh...
1: (laughs) I think the word of the week should be XA
0: is 12. Okay. Fair enough. There we go. Uh, it means, uh, it means Sam or Bobby <laughs> or Steve. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh, we also have a, uh, thought cops, uh, iTunes review. Haven't gotten one of those in a long yeah, time. Yeah, so if uh, if you are listening to us on iTunes, go ahead and leave us a review and we'll uh, leave us a five-star review because we'll go ahead and read it on the episode like I'm about to do right now. So this five-star review comes to us from uh, Saki3, which says, PB&J is my dad. That's it. Five stars. Wow, very
1: interesting. Thank you for the
0: five star review. Appreciate it. Thank you. What what'd they say? P B and J is my dad. I, I, I don't I don't What does that mean? I don't pretend to understand what that means. I don't exactly Peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Yeah. yeah. Is, okay.
2: Hey, that's great. It's a five is that star good re- news.
0: It, it's a five star review. I quite frankly couldn't care less what they say. Is that something you said in the show? Not once, no. I don't think so, no. <laughs> not once never once no
2: <laughs> okay well hey thank you for that or i guess you guys should that's not for me <laughs> you know that's what? For you.
0: it could be a lot worse so i'll take it that's a five-star
2: review it can't yeah. get no better than that
1: yeah and again if you leave your own five-star review on itunes we'll read it on the show so that that's
2: uh, that's a great segment that's good marketing everybody listening now well hold on we there's people actually listening live. I think you should make them all write five star reviews right now, and we'll read them. If you haven't done it already, what are you doing? Yeah, you guys need to push this more, guys. Leave post a link so they can make five star reviews. I already did two years ago. You can do more than one.
1: I uh, I think we did we did early on when we sort of first started it, and then people they sort of started trickling off, and then uh, we started losing it. But you know, uh. Well, if people start leaving more, we'll start bringing it back. So, you know. Because, keep in I'm mind. On, because, I'm leave fuck a review it. right now?
2: How do you leave a review? Do I have to log in? What is this?
3: Yeah, you got yeah, to be logged in. Yeah, you got to log in. You got to
1: have, like, an iTunes account and whatnot. I don't have that. Ah, you can do it later. It's no biggie. I'm going to say my five star review. I'm going to say, right. uh, PG. PG.
2: PGJ uh, PBJ is my wife. I mean, my <laughs> husband. Wait, what was
0: it, a dad? Classic. Classic indeed. Uh, Grant, guest Grant, where can we find all your great content online? Give us your Twitter, give us your YouTube, where can we find Shrek Retold? Lay it all out. Um, I
2: would love if people at home could just go to the3gi.com. Have you guys visited my website? I have not. I'm going to do
0: it right now. I
2: I hope it doesn't take too long to load. That's an actual concern I have, that it takes too fucking long to load. Oh, this but is You great. guys at home, go to the3gi.com right now and just look at... I can't tell you how long uh-huh. I worked on this shit. I'm so happy with this website. And any meaningful links or social media I have will be available on the website. The mobile site's kind of stripped down. If you're on a computer, that's best. But please, it, it would mean so much to me if you would go to my
1: website. Yeah, this is a great uh, website. I, I, give, <laughs> I give this website a five-star review. This is great. Thank you. You can
2: go to the shop. I sell merch. I, I'm so fucking desperate with this merch. If you could buy a shirt, that means so much to me. I honestly live off this. I like I'm this trying so hard not to have a real job. This Hello aren't, this aren't
0: Hello y shirt, I actually think I might buy that. That's fucking sick. I love that shirt. Yeah. I only have a few left,
2: though. I only have XL sizes. Ah, oh, fuck. You have some large Sorry. Hey, and, and all the girls... Hey, listen, girls watching this, it's in right now with the fucking shit on the sleeves and getting extra, extra large sizes. So if you want to be like the leader of your your friend group in fashion, I suggest going to the 3Gi shop
1: right now and uh, checking that out. You have a shirt on here that's Donald Trump giving a thumbs up and it just says hentai. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, I, if you want a Donald Trump hentai shirt, please fucking buy one of those because really, I I'm, totally... I'm buying one, yeah. Can, can I tell you how much of a curse that shirt was? I, <laughs> I, 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 I bought a batch of these and I sold them. But I sold them really slowly. They weren't going as fast as I wanted them to. and then all of a sudden the ad I made for those shirts, I made a little video advertising them it went it, it got like a little viral kick on Reddit. So all of a sudden I have all these orders come in right when I finished my batch. So I'm like, oh shit, I gotta order more of these shirts And then by the time I got the new shipment, all that excitement died down. So I'm sitting here with fucking a hundred of these things. And I can't even push them. Uh, I'm buying one so. There you go. That was my sob story. <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> yeah, I gaslit. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and also your Twitter, if you want to plug that real quick. The3GI.
2: At the3GI, go ahead and give me a follow, and you can stay up to date with any stupid-ass stuff I'm working on. I'm sorry, I cussed. We,
0: we've been it's doing it the whole yeah, damn time.
2: <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yeah, there's the, there's the Twitter you post in the chat. And after you post it, now I'm self-conscious. Is that a bad bio? I just have my email and then I wrote ShrekFest Sonic (laughs) Rebuilt Shrek Retold Smash Tournament. That's a good bio,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. It's a good bio. I really feel like Twitter in a certain way is the new age resume. And I really uh, kind of developed that feeling when I was recruiting people for Shrek Retold. Because I I went through um, thousands? More than 1,000? I, I'm going to go ahead and say I went through thousands of animators and artists on Twitter and I have really found what makes a good Twitter and what makes a bad Twitter.
0: Yeah, let's get to our uh, our voicemails. Uh, you can leave your own voicemail at 312- 788-7361 or you can leave us a voicemail email thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com Let's go!
3: Hello, Ponder Police.
1: It's me, smart boy hello here's my two minutes of hate
3: when the general populace is too unintelligent to have a conversation with (laughs) because i'm so smart you know because my name is
1: smart boy smart of your parents to name you that love the show keep doing what
0: you're doing thank you oh thank you smart boy Appreciate What's that do you know who that is? No, that was smart boy <laughs> <That> was- <laughs> has he called in before? No, this is a stranger Poss- saying this possibly yeah.
1: <laughs> they might have called in before, and hey, I just don't recognize the accent. Ponder boy
2: that I don't know if you were stuttering on purpose, but you were talking how smart you were, and there was like a <laughs> moment where you paused. And that if you did it on purpose, that's really funny. If you did it on accident, that's still really funny. <laughs> hey, either way, we're having a blast.
3: Gabby the puppy. Hey thought cops. My two minutes of hate this week goes to whenever my voice cracks. <laughs> I can be in university asking a question to the professor during lecture and my voice will crack and you just hear students <laughs> laughing in the background. The worst thing is if the professor laughs too. <laughs>
1: The other thing
3: is, when you're in a confrontation with somebody and it's time for you to retort and your voice cracks, well, if it's over for you, buddy, you're, you're disqualified. Your whole argument is disqualified, your voice cracked, you're done for. Even Officer Kevin over here, his voice cracks every 15 minutes. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. For someone with the manliest voice in the game, you think oh, his voice you. would never crack, but even his does too, every once in a while. True. Which brings me to my key to the city. My key to the city goes to you, Thought Cops. Oh, two he for one. Hell yeah. Crack, make fun of Free Zone, and I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. Enjoy your no key problem. to the city.
1: Thank you. We got two I mean now. One more thing here. One for you, one um, for me.
3: Officer Grant, I want to see if you can address this. I, I have a hot take of you say, saying some uh, some pretty obscene things. Uh, yeah. Just let me know what you think. Uh, let me know if it's you. Uh, let me know if it's true. Most of all, all right, all right, roll it,
1: my name's Officer Grant, <laughs> and I devour the pussy
0: <laughs>
1: eating <beauty> for dessert
0: <laughs> i was that, I didn't hear a voice crack, was that you grant
1: um i Am not obliged to confirm nor deny these allegations as to my whereabouts when this voice could have possibly been, arguably recorded in any such manner.
0: Yeah. So I, I will say that uh, I, I would like to I would like to blame allergies on voice cracks, but you know I, I've been told it's charming, so I'm, I'm going to go with it. You know I'm uh, almost thirty years old and my voice is still cracking, so i didn't you hear know, any you gotta hey, to
1: play it you gotta play it off as though everything you do every mistake that you make is completely on purpose you know
0: oh no i was yeah totally i don't hear like i don't hear any crack you could just say
2: we've our voices have never cracked in our entire lives yeah i don't know, I don't right. know what
0: he's talking about Yeah, yeah
1: what is this guy talking about i have no idea like in the in the re educationing video that I uh that we just put out, my voice cracked a couple times, but that was on purpose.
0: You know, because I was playing a character. Right. Okay. I'm and always playing characters. Exactly. Yeah, this is this is all uh theatrical. I mean we're Grant and I are playing characters here on Thought Cops, Officer Grant and Officer Kevin. We're not really those guys in real life. And actually yeah. our voices never actually crack when we're not podcasting so exactly yeah food for thought Wait, But was he, was he asking for advice like he wanted
2: he's trying to figure out how not to have a crack I think he was just I, saying that it's an annoyance
0: yeah he, it's
2: it's not an annoyance don't let it don't think of it that way you're just
0: going through changes and there's nothing wrong <laughs> with that well he, this, he was in college so you know and then he Whatever. said the professor laughs at him
2: <laughs> <laughs> typically that well yeah no.
1: yeah
2: Thank you for the voicemail. I hope your life has many fortunes.
0: Suggestions for the Shrek 2 remake. Get Tamers one, two, three, four, five, 2, 3, 4, And God. someone to do it. He probably won't because there's no way to spin Shrek 2 into some
2: gay sonnet. I and Bart will be, um, alley. But he's a genius and he'll find a way. Maybe.
0: That is a great suggestion, Grant. Uh, if you're looking for, uh, first of all, if you're looking for additional talent for Shrek Two, we have tons of people you can mine for. True, uh, true. Who are you know filmmakers and animators? But I'd love to hear who they are. Yeah, we can we can talk off mic but uh, Nico we here can make suggests, a big list
1: for you actually. Yeah,
0: yeah. Nico here suggests uh, Tamers One Two Three Four Five on YouTube. Uh, I would say in your downtime later on, look up that channel, Tamers One Two Three Four Five. Uh it's sort of in the vein of Chris Chan. Uh so if you're, if you're looking for more of that, but something different, definitely check that out because uh that could be uh that could be interesting.
2: Tamers, one, two, three, four, five. Sonic underground, the
0: movie, Sonic Finds His Father. Oh God. Yep. <laughs> so keep that in mind, uh, when you're when you're looking for talent.
3: Okay, so you say. Literally, how did the dragon and darky fuck? Like like, just like the
2: logistics don't make sense. Like, why mm-hmm. don't he just like fall into the dragon's pussy? Like, like that, would that be pleasurable? for him?
3: Mm-hmm. Would it be
0: even pleasurable for him? How, how did they, how, how did they create that? Doesn't make sense. Like, I don't get it. Someone explain.
1: Okay. You know, for someone for someone who talks so loud in real life, you could hold the phone up to your face a little bit closer <laughs> when you leave this. I was
2: gonna say it was so quiet, except for like the last two words. The last two, <laughs> two words were loud and clear. And the rest no, was like no speaker in phone.
0: So the no question, speaker phone. The question here was: How do donkey and the dragon fuck? Does he just fall into her pussy full body, <laughs> or what's going on here? What, what's your expert opinion?
2: fall into her pussy. She's not that... She's not that much bigger than Donkey. Ah, uh, okay. That he would fall into... Like it's, a, like it's a cave or something. I think they... I don't know, man. I don't think the writers were thinking about that, because that would pose its own set of challenges. He did
0: caningulus on her. No, he had kids. <laughs> yeah. So did he just only- walk inside there and blast on the walls, or...? <laughs>
2: he's blasted anywhere he could well I'm sorry we don't have a definite answer for you Nico Um, I'm sure if you google that you can find a ton of
1: artists representation
2: of what they think
1: may have occurred they'll give you some ideas
0: the internet is full of beautiful artistic expressions so go ahead and uh, rule 34 shrek donkey dragon uh, walk into pussy sex yeah
2: it's a DeviantArt art people they'll, they'll set you straight
0: well grant thanks so much <laughs> thanks so much for coming on the show man uh we love what you do what uh, that's it yeah that's the end of it man Ah, sorry that's the end
2: uh i guess they will just have to invite
0: me back we'll, ha- we'll have you back oh, on sometime. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk we'll talk about the project soon yeah,
1: especially uh, after it comes out uh, we'll have you back on Yeah, uh,
0: so thanks everybody for listening uh, leave your own voicemail at 312-788-7361 or send us an uh, audio file at thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com if you feel like supporting the show give us a few bucks over at patreon.com slash thought and that's about it guys uh, we'll see you next time thanks for listening bye bye